The Tao of Self-Confidence, episode 658. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yapchan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is an explorer of consciousness, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Yi Lei Yao. Yi Lei, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Sure. Thanks, Sheena. Yeah, I call myself an explorer of consciousness that kind of generalizes my adventures and uh, what I'm doing. But so I'm currently exploring sound, sound healing, and I'm also a facilitator of possibilities. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what be your cultural background? I am British born Chinese. My parents are from Hong Kong. So I pretty much brought up in the UK, but I now live in New Zealand. So I feel kind of like a multi multicultural <laughs> person traveling around the world. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Yile, what's your favorite self-confidence quote? For me, it's like, choose what makes your heart sing. And that will be different for everyone. So that's my favorite go-to thing is, yeah, choose what makes your heart sing. Whether that's listening to your favorite music, going for a walk, or perhaps going to yoga, whatever makes your heart sing. So that really helps fuel that fire in the, in the belly and makes you feel more confident. Thanks for sharing that. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? Well, for me, as I've been exploring my life and journey, self-confidence is where I'm realizing that I can be me without any apologies. And it's that. It's just what if you can choose to be you in any moment? And we have this infinite amount of choices we can choose to be like the mother or the partner or the girlfriend or the boss. And it's like, what if you can choose to be you in those roles? So rather than defining yourself as one particular role, that's it, you're a entrepreneur and that's it. But what if you could be totally design how that is for you in that moment? And so you can be you in any different situation. And so what if that is um, about being confident with your choice? without any apologies and without self-judgment. I think that's the biggest thing a lot of people have is self-judgment. Like, oh, I'm not doing I'm not doing the best I can be in this role. And it's like, well, what if what if you can just choose again? So that's what self-confidence is for me. Thanks for sharing that great quote. And I think, you know, especially as women, as Asian women, we all feel that way, right? We're not good enough. We can't be our true selves. Um, not realizing we can when we make that decision, right? And it's not always easy. It can be challenging, but it's totally worth it. So, you know, I really love that definition that you mentioned. And, you know, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? Oh, my gosh. It was pretty much non-existent. I didn't realize, but as a, a young a young child, I had low self-esteem and just no idea of who I was or was able to receive compliments or even have conversations. And I just remember as a kid, even the neighbor who came to visit paid a, paid a compliment about my long, straight black hair. And I and I just I just wanted the floor to just open up and swallow me up. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, I can't. I couldn't handle receiving people because I just wasn't. I guess trained, if that makes or used to people interactions as a young child. So that kind of really affected me as a as a young adult. And so speaking up in meetings was quite different. But I came very. I guess that, that's a kind of typical Asian character as well, that subservient type character and just very good at what I was doing and did what I was told. 
but I, you know, inside I was kind of dying and screaming to go, oh my God, I don't want to do this. So yeah, my self-confidence was pretty rock bottom. Thanks for sharing that. And I think that's something we all go through, right? We feel like we're trapped in our own body because we can't be our true selves because we're so focused on trying to be some somebody we're not, right? Living for others versus living for ourselves. And it kills us, right? Because I mean, we know what we're doing isn't right, but we feel like we have to do it because that's what we've been told to do. But you know, what, what was that point in your life when you realized, you know, you can't be your true self, be your authentic self and go out there and do something that you love and, you know, have that confidence? What was that aha moment? The aha moment actually came through in a really strange way. And I had what, what some people call it like a spiritual awakening. But basically, it was kind of a, a, a traumatic or, or drastic event that happened in my life that basically forced me to look at how I was living and how I was choosing to live my life. And that spiritual awakening came through as in a form of my relationship ending. And the way it ended was that my boyfriend announced, my boyfriend of eight years at the time announced that he was gay and he had HIV. And so that was enough of a, a wedge, as we call it in the, the British call it, a wedge in your universe to kind of go, oh my goodness. And then that came along with another wedge, <laughs> a spiritual awakening, where my auntie at, on that same day had committed suicide. So it really, it really put my emotions and feelings and a real mixed bag. But the that was enough to question, oh my gosh, who am I? Who am I? What is life about? What is life about when the you know, kind people are just, you know, taking their own lives and my problems aren't that bad and all these types of questions. So the silver lining in that spiritual awakening or that that wedge in my universe was that I didn't realise how stressed I was and then work thankfully the the workplace I had was really supportive and they put me through some therapy but it didn't quite work so I actually joined the gym just to distract myself and it was there that I came across Reiki which is an energy healing and that aha moment was that better was possible and that this weird stuff that never came into I didn't know what was before this energy medicine which is now what I do really just gave me hope in my life and that there is another possibility and that better was available and it empowered me to actually step and lead my life. And that's where I started learning things about you are the creator of your reality. So that aha moment was kind of served as a, a dramatic event, but then actually realizing I'm the driver of my life, I can lead my life. And so that's kind of that flip point that happened in 2008. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, it's it's crazy what you had to go through, right? I mean, you know, sometimes these unfortunate things happen, but there's also a reason as to why they happen. And you know, I like what you mentioned, better is possible, right? I think we forget to realize like there's always something better out there because we always think of the most worst case scenarios or the most negative, you know, events that can happen to us. And people don't realize the more we, we think what we attract, right? So when, when we change the way we say things to ourselves, like better is possible, then we start attracting the right things into our life, right? And, you know, because of your realizations and what you've been through, what's your life been like now? Oh my gosh, like you said, well, the, the, my world feels like it's full of possibilities. And I feel like, like I said before, it's like, I, I feel like I'm actually leading my life and choosing, choosing my choices and also being, also being very aware, which I say the explorer of consciousness, consciousness for me is awareness, just being totally more aware of the choices I have been making and currently making, but able to go, oh, well, that's cool. I'm choosing this and it's creating that. Is it? working for me things have just come to me more easily in the way of like job opportunities inspiring friends and 
awesome collaborations and just so on. It's just things are coming to me rather than feel like an effort that you have to go and work hard for it. And it just feels way more adventurous. And I, I actually feel like I'm actually living living my life. And it is that, like you said, that dialogue. We, we don't realize how conclusive and restrictive our languages and it felt like I had to reprogram my language from or oh, it can't get any better than that to well that's your lot there's a lot of people saying well you know that that's it that's your life and that's how it is it is what it is whereas this new languaging I've been learning it's actually turning it on its head and going well what else is possible here like well what will be better what will create better what would how does it get any better than that is a common one I've been asking which is one of the tools of access consciousness so it is changing the languaging to create better possibilities and it's and it's endless and and that's it you don't go okay that's it that's my lot it's like oh well what else can I do what else can I explore so which is why I've gone from the Reiki healing energy healing to now sound is the sound is my thing that gives me joy and and gives me uh, makes my heart sing Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her? I would say that strength, strengthen that muscle of choosing for you without losing you in the equation. And and it could be the simplest things, like if you're going out for a coffee with friends and you're going, well, okay, the person's going, I want to go to the co- this coffee shop. You're like, well, actually, I quite like this coffee shop. And it's just kind of working out. Does the choice especially evolving others that's the difficult part right you trying to you trying to tend to please others <laughs> with your choice and just kind of the, the smallest things from i will have coffee or tea or you know instead of copying your friends what would you actually choose and just strengthen that muscle for choosing you without losing you in the question go well, actually i didn't want coffee i hate coffee <laughs> that kind of stuff so that i'd say that and then once you get used to choosing for you it, the bigger so called quote unquote bigger choices will become easier and then you can spot when you are choosing for you or you're just choosing it to please other people or even because it's the right thing or you have to do that because that's the way to do it does that make sense totally well thanks thanks for sharing that and you know I think as women, especially Asian women, it's really hard for us to make our own decisions, right? <laughs> I mean, we've been brought up being told what to do. And sometimes we feel like when we make our own decisions, we always make the wrong ones. But, you know, the more, like you mentioned, we practice making our own decisions, the better we get at it. Because whatever we do something for the first time, it's not going to be great. It's going to suck a lot. <laughs> but with practice, it gets better. So, you know, I, I totally love the tip that you mentioned. And, you know, Yile, if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yeah, I have a website which is yileilau.com. It's Y-W-E-L-E-Y-L-A-U.com and that same name on Instagram and Facebook. So I offer one-on-one sessions online as well as workshops up in, well, currently in New Zealand, but I've been asked to go to the States and Hong Kong. So who knows where else? Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Yi Lei, you can also head on over to the TaoofSelfConfidence.com and search for Yi Lei's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Yi Lei for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Yi Lei. Thank you, Sheena. You're always welcome. Thanks again. Really appreciate having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Get your free audiobook by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.